Remember flagellum? Did you have to cut a flagellum when you were in like seventh when grade I science was, class? When I was in oh, sorry, I just college or something, there was like an online IQ test or something, and one of the questions was list as many words as you can in however long that begin with F and end in M, and I put in flagellum and felt like a badass. Wow, that's cool. But did you remember farm? Oh, of course I remember farm. <laughs> and forum. Fam? Does fam count? I don't know if fam counts. Does flim flam count? <gasps> I didn't think of flim flam. Flim flam is That's a two. You get, you get two credits Yeah, you for flim that. and flam. Uh, um, now Jake is going to be thinking, trying to think of a better word uh, than flagellum. There is no better word than flagellum. Fulcrum. That's you, a good fulcrum, one. Fulcrum, oh. Not as good as flagellum, but I like that one. All right, I'm going to start this show. Do it. Fart bum. <laughs> good job, Jake. You would do so well on this test. <laughs> Welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 85. Woohoo! I'm Chris, and joining me today are... Ames. Caitlin. And Jake. I nearly forgot what order we go in. I was like, yep. <laughs> I almost forgot my name. <laughs> Flagellum. Flagellum. Fart bomb. And today, <laughs> we will be discussing The Hunted and The High Ground from Who? Star Trek The Next Generation. Who hunts the hunted? Yeah. Who hides the high ground? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Nice. As famously. Mm. In The Hunted, the Enterprise is chilling out with future Zephram Cochran Prime <laughs> Minister... <laughs> Nag- Narok? Nagrok? Nagrok sounds right. I don't know how to say this. Ba- Basinger? Basinger? <laughs> Anywho, they're chilling, with, they're chilling with James Cromwell, who runs a planet that wants to join the Federation. And Picard's like... Everything seems in order. By the way, well done recovering from some kind of horrific war. And James Cromwell's all like, yeah, we're pretty great. And then it's like, Mr. Prime Minister! He's like, excuse me, I have to go talk to this guy. I told you to never call me on this screen. Yes. Comes back like, it appears one of our prisoners has escaped from Luna 5 Colony. And Picard's like, hey man, we'll, 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 we'll handle that for you. A little pre-joining the Federation uh, favor here. And there's a ship that putters away and they're like, okay, scan it. And they're like, boop, boop, boop. We're not getting any life signs. That's weird. It putters around behind an asteroid. But then only the drive section comes out and they're like, boop, boop, boop. Still no life signs. This Did is weird. Did they scan it for life signs before? They did. They did. Okay, I had a question in my notes. Yeah, they that. keep scanning for life right. signs. They I was really, just going to blame Wesley they for everything. Really so. hit you over the head with the fact that they cannot find life signs on this guy. Still Wesley's fault. And you know they go around behind and they're like, "Where'd the drive section go?" And then Data's like, "Boop boop boop." Well, I'm still not getting life signs, but I'm seeing a teensy little tube. And Picard is all fucking hell. Just beam up anything that's big enough that maybe it's an adult humanoid. And to steal a thing from Caitlin, you know they wind up with like a giant vase and some big plants <laughs> and all this other stuff but then they also Several get dogs uh roga danar yes who is some kind trying of trying to buy tickets to see the solo movie <laughs> yeah. so he's you know roga danar he's there he's basically uh captain america and that he's a super soldier he can take many a phaser hit and just be like whatever assholes Check out my bicep while I hold on mm. to this helicopter. He's not that hot. Oh. But, um... You said, like, Captain America. Well, I meant in that he's engineered, not he that looked, he makes me question my sexuality. He looked a little like <laughs> Kevin Nealon. Tiny bit, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That was annoying me. He's like, I was like, he looked like... That's what it is. Thank you. Eventually, Worf and Riker, like, tackle him. And then he's in the brig, and Troy is walking around nowhere for no reason. And yep. it's like... Looking for ice cream. Yes. I sense a thing. And she goes to talk to him, and he's all like... How did she sense a thing, Chris? <laughs> I hear she might be an empath. Oh, my God. So they talk for a bit. She's like, Captain, with my weird accent that Chris can't do... I was going to say, why did you just make her sound drunk? He's, <laughs> Captain Picard, I have words with you. I feel like maybe he's... Not uh, a bad pet. He seems pretty chill. And now he's now she's from Liverpool. And then the words are pancake hippopotamus kazoo. What is that? Thank from? you, Captain. It's from Troy sounding drunk when Chris does her. I don't know. <laughs> and then Data's like, "Hi, I hear you're programmed." And the other guy's like, "Oh my God, why do you have yellow eyes? Not my why God, are you yellow eyes as a corpse." 
And he's all like, I'm an android, I'm programmed too. And the other guy's like, they're not in the same way, asshole. Because it turns out, like, the super soldier program didn't just jab him full of chemicals. They also kind of brainwashed him. So whenever he's in danger, he automatically goes into oh fuck mode. Yeah, when they feel threatened. Yeah. They will kill. That's what usually happens when, like, a mediator is around, around Troy. Right. Well, I was, I was like, we'll get to that. You know, eventually he escapes because while they try to beam him up, he wiggles his arms and magic. And then he gets back to Luna 5. So he's actually a Peanuts character? Yes. He gets back to Luna 5 and and, and Mm. starts a whole rebellion there. And then they show up and and James Cromwell is all like, Oh, fuck, Picard, help! And Picard is like, all right, time for some malicious compliance. (laughs) And he beams down with, like, him, Troy, and, like, two other people. And, and James Cromwell's all, where the fuck are all your expendable yellow shirts, dude? And Picard's like, no, no, I'm just here to talk. And then in burst all the angry soldiers led From by... From the ceiling? Yes, with their rope. It in burst... Yes. <laughs> we need the Mission Impossible theme under that. For... Yeah. <laughs> for no reason. And then, but then, like, Picard... Everyone else like, is walking in the door, and they're like, and they're like, Jerry, where are you going? I'm going on the roof. Why? <laughs> You'll see. It's gonna be <laughs> great. <laughs> he's climbing up. You know he's making that, singing that. <laughs> so anyway, absolutely. So Jerry and, and Raga burst in, and Picard's like, "Wait, wait! They only attack when threatened. Put your guns down." And Raga's all like, "Fuck! He figured out my one weakness." So then Picard is like, well, if we did anything more here, this would be against the Prime Directive. So good luck, Zephram. And he beams away. And that's where and that's we leave it. it. It's very much like that planet with the with the giant, with the super advanced guy that just kills people. They drew first blood. I hated that episode. This episode. Which one? The one we just talked about or yeah, the next one? Yeah, it's boring as fuck. These are both kind of boring. But the second both, but one was better. The second one was better. The first one boring. Yeah, this, I mean, is, this is a week of really, really deep messages. And internal strife. Yeah. Mm. In the high ground, terrorism! There's an explosion at a cafe. <laughs> that much like Chris, so Chris pointed this out to me, much like the guy who fucking Mission Impossible down a cable out of the sky for no fucking reason, there was a an explosion on the right side of the screen and a big section of, like... Masonry. Masonry that's, like, on the opposite side of the screen falls down. Just straight down. Comedically. Well, it, was, it was like uh, the explosion destabilized it. It was shoddy construction. Man. It was gonna fall over today anyway. Oh my god, wait. Which episode did Jordy do his thing in? This this one. Oh my god, it was so good. Alright, go on. So yes, the high ground. The Enterprise is dropping off medical supplies at this planet because of terrorism. For some reason... <laughs> and the terrorists are affronted by this. Yeah. Uh, Bev and... Who's she having lunch with? Jordy? No, wasn't she having lunch with a woman? No, it was another... Oh, you're right, Worf? Yeah, it was Worf. Riker. Was Worf? Man, so... Riker. So, was it... Riker? Riker. Okay. Because he calls, uh, because he calls the Enterprise... That's no, right, that's right. not Riker, because no. Riker's on the fucking... One Riker! One, one Brig! Yeah, Bev, on somebody, one and Data. No, it was, it was, it, it was Worf. 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 It was that's Worf. right, it so, was Bev Worf Data. So, Worf didn't like Pulaski, he just likes doctors. <laughs> Maybe he's got like a... Doctor play fetish of some mm. kind. Maybe he likes being jabbed with hypos he doesn't need or Maybe something. he likes prostate No, exams. hypos are painless. Maybe he likes he, what? Prostate exams. <laughs> Who Hi- doesn't? Hypos are painless. He'd prefer they inject him with old style needles. So maybe that's what... Sutures. Needles, sutures, mm. assassins. Uh, anyway. So yeah, Bev is you know having a nice cafe lunch in this you know security zone. There's a kerplosion. You know, some civilians are injured, and she's doing the doctor thing. She's like, nope, I'm here. I'm going to physician. Hippocratic oath to the extreme. Yeah. I took an oath. I'm going to help these people. She doesn't have her full kit with her, so she said, it is Worf, because she sends Worf off to yes. get uh, alcohol and, you know, makeshift bandages. <laughs> get me a drink. And yeah. then a random guy who's clearly a terrorist shows up with some more booze for her. Yeah, and Picard is reason. like, Beverly, get back to the ship. And she's all like, I'm a doctor. You can't make me leave. And he's like, Fuck, I mean, I, I could. I could but... make her leave. Well, he's like, I could, but... You I'd... wouldn't dare. Eh. Kind of be a dick. We have feelings kind of for each other that never come up all the time. But then, um, <laughs> you know, somebody uses a flash grenade to appear, grabs her, and zips off again. And people are like, oh, no. So Bev's been taken hostage by the terrorists who want her to help them reverse the effects of their magic transporter machine that uses subspace interdimensional pocket shifting instead of the much safer killed and reassembled 
method that the Federation approves of, because it turns out long-term use of this device will murder the fuck out of you. Yeah, I mean, being fair, that's why the Federation prefers it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because at least normal transport murders you and you don't remember it. Yeah, exactly. This one you just slowly die. Um, Painfully, by the way. You know, and at first she's sort of reticent. She's like, fine, I guess I should help because I'm a doctor or whatever. Meanwhile, the episode sort of tries to do this whole, like, both sides have their point of view thing, but at the end of the day, like... They don't do a very good job of it. And yeah, then, the terrorists are still terrorists. Then, like, you know, eventually, you're not doing a great job. They, Super terrorists. They, they, like, pop onto the Enterprise and kidnap Picard and make Jordy do a jump. And Oh, my God, so good. They Yay, attach Jordy. a bomb to the warp core but decide that it needs a ten-minute timer for some reason. What, and, what did he actually say as he was jumping? Uh, I think LaForge to security or something. Yeah, and there's no <laughs> way he actually said it while that jump was happening. Yeah, at least not without it going, like, oh, but, um, was it, do we think it was him or a stunt stunt? I mean, it was a pretty stuntsman. simple jump. It was probably him. I don't know. Yeah, jump into this ball of pit, uh, a pit of balls. balls yeah, of but he's got that wow. stupid. Ooh, yeah, yikes! <laughs> Were you almost turned on by that, Caitlin? No, it feels like it would be very smelly. A pit of balls. <laughs> a ball of pits. Oh, that's what she said. A ball of pits. So they, uh, you know, meanwhile, Wesley and some other folks have figured out how to trace the untraceable dimensional shift transporter. They the inverter. They call yeah, it. yeah the inverter. They they burst into their nonsensical underground chamber. A bunch of people are, are arrested. Head terrorist guy is killed. The boy puts his gun down. The boy. A boy, rather not the boy. <laughs> And, um, the, uh, the end, I guess. It, it, be, the, it may be a, a brighter future after all. Yeah, because one, it starts with a person the gun down, and Bev goes back to the Enterprise, and we hopefully never go back to this dumb planet again. What's the what is it Wesley in Labyrinth? The baby? The babe with the power? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is he the babe with the power? No, mm-hmm. he didn't have that much power. Uh, yeah, he could, uh, he, could, he, could be, he could be talked on by Bev just saying, don't do it, and then he doesn't do it. And he was like, okay. But we'll get to that. Oh, and I forgot, he drew her like one of his French girls. Ew, he did do that so much. I was into it. Oh, but I, I also have mentioned Disliked. before that I'm a Phantom of the Opera fan, and yeah. being kidnapped and idolized apparently is my thing. So. Not a lot of weird things. You're also into, like, not mass, not, uh, what was the other creepy Fisting. thing you're into? <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't, Jake? <laughs> no, uh, serial killers. Oh, yeah, but I don't want to sleep with serial killers. Okay. Shit, what? <laughs> Fuck, I've only Cancel done your weekend. so many. Cancel your weekend plans, Chris. <sighs> Um, but yeah, Yikes. speaking of this, speaking of which, yeah, did anybody else think that this first one was just was basically the John Rambo story? It was supposed to kind oh. of be. I think it was basically the plot of First Blood. What's, yeah. a, I've never, what's a John Rambo? I've not seen First Blood. Okay, so there's this there's a film called First Blood, which the plot of First Blood spoilers is this Vietnam vet mm-hmm. who was not just any Vietnam vet; he was like an elite soldier. Mm-hmm. Want, he's like a drifter now. It's after the Vietnam War. It's like in the late seventies, and he wanders into this town, and he looks like a bum. So the 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 police hassle him, and then he basically is like, "Fuck you!" And he wages war on this this little town, this little town police force. What the fuck? Okay. And um, is this based on a true story, or is this? No, just... it's, it's a it's a novel that was adapted into a film. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, Stranger things have happened. And like I don't know, it just like it reminded like the whole but the whole plot base. It's basically a PTSD allegory of like how after the Vietnam War, all these guys that got all fucked up in the war, they didn't really get any support, and people yeah. treated them like shit back home. And well, and the government because they never officially declared war didn't have to give them any appropriate benefits. Are you right. fucking serious? We have not had an officially declared war since World War II. We've discussed this, yeah. yeah They've all been not, police. But 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 yeah. but they didn't have to give them anything? Actions. What the fuck? Okay, sorry. I think there was still VA. I think there was still like They've they've since gotten some things, but they haven't gotten the full raft of benefits they yeah, would have had. Yeah, but it's too fucking late cuz they were all yeah. already fucking homeless and crazy. Although the fuck. Hollywood then sort of fucked it up because after that one, which was a little closer to the original film, it then just became an action movie. Franchise. Oh yeah, well, that was the thing. Like so, like because it was Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about so it is that Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first movie oh. of Rambo was this was this like PTSD allegory, like this show here was, and about like adjusting back to society mm-hmm. and not knowing when how to turn off your your warrior brain and all this. But then and after then, that, and then, so and then, and then it's like, and then it's like, oh well. 
You know, so of course after he, after he fucks up this town, his old commander comes and tells him to stand down, and he does, and then he goes to jail. And then the next movie's like, well, we need some crazy motherfucker to go rescue some POWs. So let's get Bust Rambo out of jail, send him back to Nam, and uh, he'll shoot up a bunch of people. And that's and then they make like two more. So what movies. you're saying is they missed the point entirely. Oh yeah, oh, completely, they totally completely. Missed the point. like they did with what? Not Starship Troopers, RoboCop. Yeah, the first one was yeah. sort of yeah. a, a satire, and then the second and third were just bad action movies. Yeah, exactly. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, the first Rambo, actually a really good movie, mm. uh, First Blood, I should say. But this this episode reminded me a lot of First yeah, Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I hadn't it's, thought it's, of that. It's but. one big, I, I think actually for a veteran's allegory, it does a really nice job with exploring that kind of stuff without mm. like, it doesn't beat you really hard over the head over it like in the next episode mm. that we're talking about today. Mm. Today is like just this allegory episodes yeah. on top of each other. But I actually really liked that. And I also really liked about this episode in The Hunted is watching all of the different security techniques that the, all the Enterprise crew is doing, just watching them work. Because we've yeah. always said, like, the Enterprise never has enough fucking security. Yeah. Now they have enough. They just happen to be, like, up against a fucking, like, magician. Yeah. Who I... Yeah. Yeah. Who can like MacGyver. Yeah. Yeah. He can he can MacGyver his way out of everything. Plus, you know, he doesn't exude life forms. He he's doesn't the, do this. He's the first non-Starfleet officer who can do stupid, like, kerjiggering, you know? Mm. It's like, he, he powered a transporter with a phaser. I didn't think other people were allowed to do stupid shit like that. <laughs> Which is also the kind of shit Rambo does. Yeah, there we go. Mm, McRambo. Mm-hmm. That whole sequence was done really well when he finally bust out, busted out and was kind of creeping around the Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, purposely laying a breadcrumb trail just to fuck with them. And da- Data figures it out. I almost said uh, Daner. Daner's the wrong character. <laughs> Daner. <laughs> Dr. Daner is back. <laughs> and uh, then Worf sort of rumbles it too. Yeah, Worf he, did a good job too. He it, stays it's like behind. He, it's like he did with whatever those smelly people were. He complained about that. Yeah. Mm. yeah he's like, I'm going to go to this other place. Totally there. I'm not just going to hide behind this box. Then those boxes fell. And... Yeah, there was a lot of great box acting. Well, <laughs> I would... Yeah, that, that box is... <laughs> Like what the hell? Like what are they? What kind of cargo are they transporting? It's like, can we can we do a cargo Net, a bunch of empty ice. boxes? Natty ice. <laughs> that's what it is. No, yeah, that's the thing. Picard We're is actually coolers. very quietly doing his own, uh, not cannonball run. No, uh, yeah, uh, Smokey. Smokey and the Bandit. And the Bandit. He, he, it's it's uh, Romulan ale. <laughs> but they're all empty. It's evidently. coaxium. Yeah, it's it's full of uh, it's full of packing material has to get somewhere, Jake. That's true. <laughs> you know, it's, all right. It's... The new shipment of pa- of packing peanuts has been loaded into Cargo Bay Four. <laughs> no, you know what? It was it was boxes of uh, precious helium. <laughs> <laughs> they were full, just about light and air gas. They would have but... been floating around in that case, no? Well, no, no. The, the box is just heavy enough to keep it down, but it also seems like they're empty when they fall. That's totally what it is. Hmm. Also, Worf, as I said, like, oh man, Worf is so aroused. This is like his first worthy adversary in ages. Well, I don't know about that because everybody that fights him ends up kicking his ass. Yeah, but he actually got to fight a bit. It wasn't just an immediate, like, thump. Well, an, an initial ass kick. He, yeah. he and Kalar had some fun fighting. That's true. But also, I, was, I thought one thing I thought about this episode or uh, something I noticed. How the fuck does the transporter work that you can yeah, what the break fuck that? out of the beam and then it explodes. That's the and one. And then you are elsewhere. That's the one part of this episode. Where like, I'm sorry, what, what no, that fuck? was what. What the hell just happened? I have no clue. Was there any explanation? <sighs> no, not that I. <laughs> Where did he go? He just he just to... appeared in the hallway. Because he went to the YMCA. What? That's why he took that with his arms. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was. Fucking bizarre, and they didn't bother explaining it to the audience. Did they ever do something like that again? I have no clue, Probably Jake. Weird. I hope not. How could I know of? You can break out of the teleport, of the transporter. Beam. I mean, I assume it was supposed to have something to do with his. Oh yeah, he's stuff a superman. In his blood, and th- he doesn't have life signs. All that, all that stuff. Yeah, it, it, maybe the transporter beam didn't that, like lock on him he fully. He does not have life signs. What is that? Does he not have a heartbeat? Does he have no circulatory system? No, it's well, just you gotta like, get McCoy's heartbeat monitor and mm, check. That's the, yeah. like, his heart probably beats, but just sensors can't pick him. Yeah, up it's for either some so light or so infrequent. A microphone. Well, I think they were saying like basically he's McCoy's got, microphone could pick it up. He's basically got biological jamming devices, essentially. Mm. So like something to do with that keeps sensors. <laughs> from he looks, biological I was just jamming device. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you. I was just thinking it. I, I did. Glad. I did kind of wonder, and then I was like, well, maybe this is why. But uh, so I sort of had a question and answered it myself while I was watching. I was like, you think they could somehow? Because they've already proven Diana can sense him like she can sense anyone else. So mm-hmm. maybe they could have used her to track him. But maybe. But then they'd have to use more of Troy. <laughs> well, and it's also it's a ship of a thousand people. I'm sure if he concentrates or whatever, he can sort of mask his thoughts or something. Something. Mm-hmm. So I have to say though, this is I, I did like that this was sort of a Troy episode, right? Because she has a connection with him. Yeah, and she doesn't want to fuck him. And it's not romance. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, How does... So she goes and she's wandering around the hallway looking for ice cream and happens upon the brig where she feels him having a night terror or some shit. Yeah. Was there no fucking security posted around the brig? You think there would have been? There should have been. Although, there should have been like 20 guys. Well, then again, but she is, a, she is an officer. She... Is the council? She probably has access. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, but you, she can she can access and go in. But there was no one fucking guarding the doors, or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, I mean, the thing is, the the force field did seem to be able to stop him. Mm-hmm. You know, still, he, he you wasn't. Still, you've, we've always seen people who are in some kind of a confinement situation have security officers on guard. True. So one of the ways that they try to take him down doesn't work. But one of the ways that they try to take him down is by releasing. Anestazine gas in yep. the cargo bay. Why didn't they try that earlier? Like when he was in engineering? Could they not have flooded engineering with anestazine gas? Yes. They wanted Jordy to do that jump. That was in another show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but and this one he just got his ass. There is no reason. Yeah, Jordy just got, got his slapped and his visor flew yeah. off or something. We didn't see, he got slapped off screen, but for yeah. some reason his visor was off. Yeah, I don't know, because it's not like anestazine is fatal. No, I thought the whole point was that oh yeah, you can you knock can knock out up. everybody and then you know good guys and the guy you're trying to get. Yeah, I mean, as, of course, as it turns out, unsurprisingly, yeah, the scene doesn't work on him. True, but it's interesting that they didn't at least try that earlier yeah. in his rampage. I mean, also like he was he wasn't in a specific location for very long ever. Mm. He was specifically in the cargo bay for a while because he was doing shit, and they yeah. figured out he was in there. Yeah. What is he doing? Yeah. Hey, he was in engineering looking for Scotty. He was. I have to say, I gotta give War some credit for uh, handling that exploding phaser. And I thought it the on. same yeah. thing. He he kept it great cool, especially for a Klingon. Because uh, exploding phaser. The they, other guy they was pulled, freaking they out. out. TOS, didn't they? Yeah, in Conscience of the King, at the very least, yeah, and probably other times. Yeah. Like that, that's a dangerous thing. It and is, they, and they did it in the. In, that's how he blew up the power grid. Yeah, fucked up their uh, sensors. Mm. Good on him. Yeah, good job, Warf. Warf. Oh, so that's a lot of set, lot of good stuff this episode for a weird set episode where he blew up the the sensors. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen that set before. And that I don't was think an I've ever extra seen it huge Jeffries tube. Yeah. First yeah. use of the word Jeffries tube, by the way. Oh, really? Which ever? Nice. Out, I think it was in a script in TOS, but it's the oh, first time okay. they've referred in a, a shot in the show. Oh, okay. to uh, something as a Jeffrey's so, so knowing them as oh, Jeffrey's cool. tube started here yeah. for the general public, but yes. that, but that when they describe when they said Jeffrey's tube, they were not describing what we normally think of as no, the Jeffrey's tube. It was a tube. hallway. Yeah, it was just it was a like a Huge service room, hallway. Yeah. Normally, the Jeffrey's tube is like a thing you have to crawl. And you crawl just through. barely fit. A thing you can cram one doing in, and that's it. Yeah. Um, so, but <laughs> and I don't think we ever. I don't think we ever see this set again. Yeah, I don't know. If, I mean, if we do, it's redressed. Because mm. this that was odd. I don't know what that room was supposed to be. Have we actually seen like the crawlways in this in TNG yet? I don't we think have. so. I'm not positive. I can't I remember don't now. Remember. I don't think so either. Hmm. Like mostly the the, the engineers just hang on in engineering, mm. wondering where their boss is. I mean, he's probably fucking wanking on the holodeck again. No, well, now that we finally have one that isn't just a rotating schedule of engineers. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Who's on the schedule for today? Argyle. Oh, he's off windsurfing. Damn it. <laughs> so Caitlin didn't like this episode. I just found it boring. You just found it boring? Yeah, I just found it boring. I don't know. I think I, I enjoyed watching everyone doing their jobs and outwitting. It was like a jo- like a, an escalating scale of who can outwit the other one most. Yeah. Which was kind of nice. Well, and I did, I did like the ending where Picard is just kind of like, well, guess you guys are going to have to come to terms. Yeah, yeah. Like, I read that the original ending was going to be like full Rambo style. Ugh. They come in, everybody shoots everyone else up until like either like everyone's dead or something bad happens. But they cut that for budget and time and did this whole, well, we're just walking away. We're going to leave it a vague ending. This and I guess also- heaven lives on his planet after he's murdered a whole race kind of ending. This is also a better ending. It's a good ending. Than- 
the Rambo ending. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that, what's his fucking name again? Narok got fucking killed. I'm certain Narok gets killed. Yeah, I don't know. They probably kill all of them. Well, no, because they won't, they won't shoot if not threatened. Mm-hmm. Narok would do something threatening. Whether it be like Comey's mustache extra yes. hard or something. first blood, man. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, my thoughts, I, 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 I think it's okay. I think it was an okay episode. But like, I think I appreciate it because I'm a fan of first blood. Mm. And like, I was as I was watching, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is Star Trek does Rambo. And I did like sort of how the guy, like you said, you know, he, he was clever. I still find it very hard to believe, though, that he was com- able to completely elude everybody on the Enterprise so much. Yeah. You know? I think um, he would bump into somebody by mistake at the very least, you know? Well, Picard did call general quarters, mm. which oh, basically yeah. means all non-essential personnel Get out of the stay in way. your fucking rooms. Because you will either get, in, get shot in the way or you'll be in our way as we're trying to run by or yeah. Wesley will exist. Um, you know, I hate yeah. when he does that. <laughs> Living is not enough. Just existing isn't enough. That was nice. That was pretty nice. Yeah, his, like, the, the whole quandary that Dinar is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His in is interesting. It made me think for some stupid weird reason, because I'm like this, about the side of Paradise from TOS a million and a half years ago with the jizz flowers that make you happy. And I was just <laughs> wondering, like, would those work on these people? Hmm. Yeah, it seems like they could drug him up. Yeah. I mean, there's no... Well, could they, though, if the anesthesia didn't work? No, the anesthesia would have worked. He put on a suit. I thought Uh, he... No, no. I thought he just took the suit out of the box. You know, he took the suit out of the box just to throw them off of where he went. They would think he was in the suit. Oh, I thought he wore the suit. No, no. He, like, had it And then took it off again. No, no, no. He took it out so that they would think that he was going outside of the yeah, ship. It was a misdirection. Yeah, because they ran down. Heading. They so he, so down instead, he just left the room. Yeah. No, well, he that, hid. No, he I think, hid I think he like just a... hid in there. I, I just think the oh, yeah, scene yeah. had no effect on him. Yeah. No, that doesn't make sense. That's too much. I mean, everything I mean, else. This guy has no life signs. He burst out of a transporter beam. Mm-hmm. You can stun he, him a million times with a phaser. He knows everything about Federation technology. Yeah, he can, he knows enough the, to completely disable the ship. Yeah, he knows the layout of the ship enough to run around where he needs to go at all times. Yeah. Which, is, like, which was the thing that got me off. This guy was Khan. Like this, like mm. this was like here. This guy was better than Khan because Khan at least had to study the tech manuals before he knew how to take over the ship. Well, this only because just, like, he was two hundred years behind. In that's his true. Defense. This guy, this guy just Khan. The whole fucking place. I bet he could think three-dimensionally. Ah. But yeah, they even panned down to, like, the still folded and wrapped yeah, no, up I pressure assumed, suit. I assumed he took it off again. No, no, but it was still very, like, neatly, like, yeah, he can packaged. Fold. He can fold a fucking suit. Like, how I, bet, I bet he could fold a fitted sheet. That's how amazing yes. he is. That is too far. <laughs> no one. No one can fold a fitted sheet. It's oh. actually not that hard. You fold... You just gotta fold in the edges and then fold it like a regular sheet. No, that's not how I do it. Your whore mouth. That's how I do it. Well, you should fold our sheets more. You've never folded our fucking sheets, Jake. I always fold our sheets. Yeah, alright, fine. (laughs) Leave that in. Oh, yeah, you do. I'm folding our sheets right now. (laughs) Is that what you call it? Uh, Yep. Uh. Mm, Nice Foley. Thank you. Thank you, Foley. Yeah, it's just boring. Boring episode. Yeah. I didn't think it was boring. I quite liked it. The only thing I did, I was a little annoyed at the start. It was like, we get it. You're not picking up life signs. You don't need to say, oh, they're still saying it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that was a bit much. It's like, how thick do you think the audience is, Star Trek? Pretty thick. Pretty thick. Does Star Trek have something against mustachioed people? <laughs> uh, doesn't everybody? Because, I mean, I feel like anytime we see somebody with a mustache, they turn out to be a jerk. What about doing? Snidely Whiplash. That's true. But he got his later. He did get his later. And also, he, like, potentially but fucked like, up the future like by Captain, giving somebody... Captain Fancy Baton. Mm. He had a mustache, right? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. James Cromwell here. Yep. He has a mustache. I feel yeah. like there's been other, like, mustache Yeah, ton of people. Pe- ton of people in three. Well, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the Snidely Whiplash effect. Yeah, really. Like, mustachioed people in pop culture going back... Mm. Ages. You know what it is too with with Scotty. He didn't get his till he was like a little older, and it gives him sort of like a trustworthy, like grandfathery appearance. Mm-hmm. On younger men, it's threatening. James Cromwell's not a younger man. Well, no, but he's, he's younger young. than you know. What I mean, I don't know who's old. who's the the guy in the White House shit now. J- Bolton. 
Well, he's, he's older and has a mustache and looks terrifying. Well, he's just pure, well, undiluted yeah. evil. Yeah, he's a shithead. So. And he looks like a walrus. Wait, who's yeah. this? Who's Bolton? He's the he... national security advisor. And he was previously, like, under Bush 2, was, like, an he, ambassador he, to the he, UN. And before that, he was a Nazi doctor. Basically. Like, he, if, he, if he was... I mean, yes. If he was alive and in Nazi Germany in the 30s, he probably would have been. Like, that's that's how fucked up this guy is. I don't think he's smart enough to be a doctor. No, no, that's true. But he definitely would have done some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah, totally. He's a scumbag. I mean, he probably already is. Not to get into politics, but... Mm. <laughs> oh! And, of course, uh, Mud has a mustache, and, you know, yeah. we yeah. love him. Villain. Weird bastard. Yeah, I don't actually have a ton else on this episode, because it was mostly just watching lots of little elusive techniques. You didn't think his mustache was real, did you? No, it's not that. So I googled the mustaches in Star Trek. and Is there a whole blog? I don't know, but don't worry, listeners. I will be sharing this photo. It is clearly from the 70s based on the shirt. Jake, you get to look at it first. Don't say who oh. it is. Oh, baby. Yes. Is it Troy? Is it Chekhov? <laughs> it's off. It turned off. Fuck me. Nailed it. Nice. It is Walter Koenig with just... The biggest porn stash. What a mustache! I can't even believe he can grow a mustache. He looks like he looks like a grown adult in that. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I will be sure to share this photo of 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 Walter Koenig with a floral shirt and and the sideburns too. You know, being honest though, it's hiding in some of his face. So damn, how how bad is it? Are you are you saying you would accept a mustache ride? From Walter Kane. I thought that go- went without saying. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, Bobby, you made yourself ugly for Tina. <laughs> so yeah, are we uh, are we all set with the hunt now that we've gone on our? Um, My only other note was this our is the planet of jumpsuits. So yeah, the weird jumpsuits that were also suits. I like, they had, their, like, the, little, I like the, the collars on the, them were kind of cool. They all had different collars. James Cromwell sort of had like a Star Trek II uniform one. Yeah, there were a couple different kinds of collars, a couple different kinds of lapels. The jacket part was nice, but then, yeah, was it just too tight everywhere else? Oh, yeah. You could see, every, like, each ass cheek, like, in detail. Oh, yeah. yeah. That first guy. <laughs> that's right. I forgot. I knew there was something I liked about this episode. The, the guy oh, you on like the, the prisoners. I was like, look at the ass on this guy. It was great. Right? That was this episode, you, yeah, wasn't it? You did I remember quite, commenting on you it. You quite liked the veteran's bottom. Yeah, he had a great ass. You guys didn't notice that? That ass? Can't say I didn't know. Go back and watch it. It was a good ass. So, oh, also, really, uh, cheeks like, you could really bite into, you know what I mean? I don't, but go on. Speaking of, uh, we were talking about how we saw some of the security features of the Enterprise. Can I tell you something that isn't a security feature? Wesley being the the fact that the security fields are (laughs) evidently voice activated, and it can be anybody's voice. As as long as they like, because he took down one dude, hit the dude's communicator, and was like, "Shut down the." the field although and then they it turned off they did imply there may have been some biometric security because he didn't touch the guy's comm badge himself he grabbed the guy's hand oh, and I made the guy's entirely. hand touch oh, oh the old dead hand on the fingerprints yeah chop off his hand so there, there was some implication that maybe and i'm sure this will be contradicted in future but there was an implication that your comm badge only works for you oh like they should do with guns mm. 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 <laughs> yeah that's yeah. Anyway, yeah, but this episode both showed good security practices of the Enterprise, but also the fact that their security is still entirely lacking. Yeah, there there are flaws, deep, deep, deep flaws. Like why, like everything, like force field. Maybe they should have like some bulkheads that can get shut. Well, and again, mm. maybe whenever there's a fucking red alert, they lock the doors to engineering. True. Lock. The doors. Or maybe How many times fucks. do I have to tell you to put locks on those doors? <laughs> I did like Jordy. I think it was in this episode, not the other one, where Jordy wakes up from being visorless or whatever, and Worf is saying, "Oh, we're going down here with the security d- detail," and, oh, and yeah. he, he's all like, "You want my advice? Double it." I said, "Good for you. Good job, Jordy." Yeah, Jordy's got a little sassafras. I like that. Except then he starts being a creepy predator on the ladies, and I like it less. Mm. 
No. The high ground. The high ground. I liked this so episode. Did you? The IRA oh, yep. allegory. Wow. You know oh, why? Very much. Because there was a little Stockholm syndrome uh, romance going on, and I'm all no, about that. No, I was very. I know all there like is that. to know about the crying game. So, it's an just movie. just off the bat, a couple things I hated. Okay. Uh, I hated that their grand design for these people was all the men have dark hair with a white stripe. They were skunk yeah. people. And all the ladies have sort of light Red brown hair, hair with a black stripe. Yeah. Mm. That was they dumb. Were, they were tortoiseshell people. Yeah, that was dumb. Is this where Max Shrek is from? Yes. That was dumb. I mean, that was the cheap... I mentioned this to Jake, and Jake, I think you said, well, this is the, the budget-conscious way to show you're an alien. That's true. But also, it's just like these. both of these episodes, they really... Like the, Alien makeup budget was non-existent. Yeah. I was almost surprised they didn't just make the high ground people human, like a human colony instead of aliens or whatever. Mm. I think then you could have gotten into the politics more. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're making it, you know, a the Troubles an- a- analogy, and I ended up watching a whole bunch of videos on the Troubles because I'm not terribly informed on them. The Troubles, meaning the Ireland? Yeah, yeah, the IRA. Okay. I like, how they, I like how Data, like, subtly dropped 2024 as Irish yeah. unification. Oh, yeah. I'm I like, actually, well, we'll see about that. I found a note on that, in that this episode was not shown in the UK for many years until, like, 2006 or 2007. And I don't think has ever been shown in Ireland on their network television. <laughs> in Ireland or Northern Ireland? In the Republic of Ireland. Oh. I wonder if they showed up the long ladder. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> they just uh, they just legalized the abortions. They did yeah. that? So we could be on our way. Six years till unification? Well, and I mean, there's already, you know, I think some people hope, for reasons I'm not clear on, that Brexit will have Northern Ireland go, you know, that's actually where... We're going to go and stay with yeah, the rest of Ireland and the with, EU. Stay with the EU, and that's just how we can do it. God knows if that is actually real or not. The other thing I really hated, and this kind of ties into the political thing, is that for the sake of dumbing things down for the audience, Johnny Terrorist, for some reason, has read a shitload of books on the history of Earth. Yup. Oh, I thought the same thing. Like, Every alien species knows not only, you know... Oh, you're from Earth. You must you you have this history, but like down to the details. Like I'm like your George Washington. It's like no, you're not. Hmm. Where did co- you get this information? We're talking through universal translators, but I can tell you're an American. <laughs> this, is another, <laughs> this is one of those episodes where that they would not have made in. They would not. They would not make this episode today because mm. the, it. I mean, per- terrorism portrays, is very different today. Yeah, it portrays terrorism as a gray area, and like even Picard's like, well, you know. Sometimes terrorism works, and, you know, it's bad, but See, it, it gets the job done. The thing is, what I found funny about it was they tried to make it seem like a gray area, but the episode was written so poorly. Yeah, it didn't seem like a gray that area. That I was just like, I hate these guys. Yeah, mm. they were bad. I hope they all get shot. They're like, oh yeah, we're willing to kill anyone and get killed anytime for any fucking reason, just because reasons. And they didn't do enough of a job... Showing that the government they were fighting against was that oppressive. Yeah, no, we had one cop who like hated terrorists because and who they even said made a point of saying like, yeah, my predecessors were kind of giant assholes, so I've cooled things off. It's like okay, so so far she's coming off as kind of reasonable. Yeah, like I even I, I asked myself like, okay, so so even if you're looking at this this rebel sanction as a potentially friend not friendly but someone that whom on whose side you can understand yeah reasonable as a reasonable sympathetic? side yeah yeah that's good yeah as a sympathetic entity. empathetic mm. Troy Troy should have been here um, no she shouldn't. No. Go on. <laughs> if, you're, if you're thinking of them in a way where you can sympathize with them, you don't know any of what the fuck they want. Yeah, we they, don't. Like, they, we just know they want independence. They said but... seventy years ago we want independence. Like, okay, tell us why. Tell us what's yeah, bad we don't about know, being in yeah. this society. Tell us why. What you would do as a new society? There's like a couple. Like, what would you do as your own sovereign well, nation? Obvious, well, obviously, what's what's going on is that the ruling people are Protestants, <laughs> and the terrorists are Catholics. Well, I was going to say that uh, the ruling class were making decisions about taxation without representation, since he's there, George Washington. Mm, There's another one. (laughs) But yours is better, Jake. Yeah, no, I think that, I mean... Obvious, so you got to remember when this came. So what is eighty nine? This ninety. Oh, this is yeah. 90. We're we're just a couple episodes into nineteen ninety. Okay. Well, still. But anyway. But like this was big fucking news at the time. Yeah. You know? So I actually don't people, really know a lot about the troubles. Jake does. Jake, can you tell us about? Give it? us a give us a thirty I don't know second that history. Much. I know. Uh, Protestants versus Catholics. That's, that's pretty much. That's ninety percent. Look, look, look! I grew up in an Irish American community. 
that was totally unbiased. The short version of the Troubles, the English were wrong and need to give back Northern Ireland. It's as simple as that. Never Everything mind, the never, IRA did never was Never mind, though, that... See, the, the, exacerbating the issue is that Northern Ireland has a lot of cultural ties to mainland. Yeah. With, mm. like, a lot of cultural ties to Scotland in particular. So there are a lot of people in Northern Ireland that are Protestant, that are... That do have allegiance, or as they call it, loyalists, uh, allegiance to to the English crown because they're they're they they feel more like they're part of culturally, the United Kingdom culturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah like because historically, Ulster, which is the the county that is basically Northern Ireland, Jake pretended he didn't know anything. About it, Ireland. Historically, was under Scottish rule. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah, because again, I I grew up in an area that. Made well, a very black and white issue. Well, yeah, and I think in, there obviously are a lot of culturally Irish people in Northern Ireland, and that's what—that's the troubles. Is that yeah. you have these people that are like, well, we want to break off. And then you have a lot of people that are living in the same place, and it doesn't help that the British would sent in the army, the British army, which yeah. is when, which is really what the troubles were, was Sinn Fein, which is the Irish, you know, the 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 IRA basically was trying to drive out the English army, more or less, and say... So they would blow up shit. Yeah, they blew up a lot of shit. A lot, a lot of people died. A lot of people died. A lot blowing of up. Died. And, like, it was like... It, like, it was like 50 uh, like, I'm not trying to minimize it. Like they, like, they were legit terrorists. Like, they yeah. were they were indiscriminately yep. blowing up buses and shit like that. Like, so... And, the, and like, so... Um, Another question. Is Sunday Bloody Sunday about that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And there was a Sunday bon- that was bon- particularly bloody, I'm assuming? Yeah, I can't... Yeah, there's... Yes. Nothing like bon- that in this bon- episode, Bono. though. Bono is not a fan of the Brits. Nothing like that in this episode, which, again, was just like... Yeah, and that, the other thing, too, is like... And it, I'm, like I'm, tr- I'm laying a lot on Sinn Féin with the bombings and stuff, but the British in Northern Ireland were equally brutal in the other direction. Sunday, Sunday bloody Sunday. I don't know the full thing there, but I'm pretty sure that was like a... Like a like a nice massacre by the British Army. Yeah, great. Yeah, so yeah no, no, no side was innocent. Unlike this, where it was just like, we don't know what's going on. We just know these people wanted independence. Yeah. The government said no. They started blowing. Like if they just taken any time to show us how this government was supposedly oppressive and bad, but they didn't. And so it was just like, you know, you guys just kind of seem like dickheads. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I specifically don't want you to have. Your, your independence because I don't think you you do anything good with it. Yeah, no, you seem like unpleasant people. Your yeah, Olympic team were... would suck. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely were not sympathetic. I agree with that. Though it does, the one sort of thing that was interesting, and I, I kind of wonder, you know, they were discussing the fact that, you know, they, they, they're a non-aligned world, but they've had trade agreements with the Federation for years, which is part of the thing they were showing up with medical supplies and stuff. And, you know, it, it, again, something they were kind of maybe getting towards but didn't execute well, but the the effects of, you know, go, uh, larger governments either so, to, sort of turning a blind eye to things when they can, you know, certainly, like, one of the things that sort of helped bring down apartheid was was other governments that for years have just been sort of smiling and nodding mm. at South Africa, finally going, actually, we're going to stop working with you, I guess, because people mm. sort of noticed how shitty this all is. But this... <laughs> now that we've been caught supporting a country doing this horrible shit, we're going to back it off. Yeah, and, that, and that's like, you know, the motivations of the terrorists here, like, that's reminiscent of, of like, yeah, you know, we're the, the when he says, you know, the Federation, you are involved, right? Like, yeah. Just by the act of being friendly with this government, which yeah. is which is an interesting question that in a better episode would have been addressed well. Well, but they weren't giving them guns. They were just giving them... But that's, that's you're giving sucker to the enemy in their eyes. But if they, if, but if the terrorists had contacted them being like, also, we don't we know... need some supplies, mm-hmm. you don't think they would have given them to them? Plus, like, what's her name, even though she's being fucking held hostage, is like, yeah, I'll help these people. So, ben. like... Well, that's also her being a doctor. Yeah, that one. Yeah, but and putting still, her doctoring before anything else. She was a shitty hostage. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say that. I'm sorry, Beth, but you were a shitty hostage. Well, let's, so, she cut so Stockholm syndrome after being there for six hours. There's <laughs> she a didn't more, really hold out very long. There's a, so in addition to Northern Ireland, there's a more contemporary allegory here, which is Israel. Israel. Mm. And I know, really got to read up on that before we hit the marquee. Marquee. Yeah, is, I need to know that better to discuss like, that that's well. Sort of how the Palestinians approach things or have historically not 
Like there's well there, Hamas there, specifically. Yeah, there have been yeah yeah. Let's say Hamas. We won't say we won't lump all the Palestinians together. But we'll say the Hamas. You know, you have the United States, which is allied with Israel and supports mm-hmm. Israel. So from certain militant groups on the other side, they say, well. You know, you're supporting Israel. You're putting complicit. your yeah. You're the complicit. friend of my enemy so, is still my enemy. So yeah, we're gonna blow up your shit. You know, and that's again, I think a better another good example, a real world example, where you can like totally see how both sides have done some horrific, horrific shit. We are only what like oh two weeks at this point of recording removed from a lot of Palestinians being murdered by the Israeli military at a protest. Well, yeah, but did you hear that the UN is gonna? Yeah, there's some sort of investigation happening into war crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's probably not. It's probably not good of us to wade into that conflict. It's, yeah, it's really it's such a deep conflict, and it's and it's ongoing. Who oh, you mean us yeah. as a podcast? Us, as a podcast? Yeah, like like I said, I, I, who I, does everyone's sympathy lie with? Fuck. Yeah, no, it's like I mean, from what I you know, we've studied a little in eleventh grade, and like by the end, I was just like, the only innocents here are the civilians. <laughs> And that's, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like that's the truth of any major international conflict. Sure. Governments tend to be shitty. People get caught in the middle. Yeah. And in this case, you know, in addition to, like, the innocent bystanders get blown up in the cafe, you also have the fact that there are children fighting alongside the terrorists. Yeah, because this is how they've been raised. They've been raised to think, this is what you do, this is what's right, you're going to be the next fucking, fucking, what's his name, Kirill Finn. Yeah. You're going to be me when I get killed by this lady. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unless Bev tells you don't kill, and then you don't kill. Yeah, and I like one thing I did like about this episode is that it ends on the note of, well, we can't fix this. You know, this one guy's dead, and now he's a martyr. Oh well, I guess there'll just be another generation of violence, and you know. hooray! Like there's, there's not. It doesn't really. It's end almost too real. I kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're a little hope. Their inverter is going to kill all of them, so there'll be none left. Well, the, problem solved. Well, they've obviously, like the the mm. inverter's gone. Like that's done. Is it gone? Well, like they 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 captured the base. Yeah, the base. The the one thing that wasn't maybe too explicit was that. The inverter doesn't run itself. There was a power supply in the base it was tapping into. Uh-huh. Also, that base made no sense. Because, like, there's, there's no tunnels to the surface. It's like, then how did they get there before they had the inverter? They, trans- they transported some rock out into space. Oh, okay. And then transported themselves in. There but if they had with a bunch of lights, why aren't they just using transporters instead of inverters? Maybe there were tunnels, then they collapsed them once they got yeah. the inverter. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. It's possible, yeah, to cover your tracks. But, but then again, You would think you would accidentally like, blow everything like up That is not... Like, OSHA would have a fit. Well, also, you just, again, like, I get that it's security, but, like, you know, what if your inverter breaks? How do you get That's out? That's what I'm saying. Like, like are, there's no how emergency are they, How are they supplying They're oxygen? literally three inches below the surface. They'll just poke it with a shovel and they'll be mm, fine. There you go. That is a good question, Ames. Uh, how do they supply oxygen? Plants. Maybe they have... Plants, I mean, unless you have lots of glow lamps. Um, yeah, they do. They Obviously, do, they do, Ames. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I'm just kidding. I, I actually know. was noticing, and this, like, the second they say, oh, there's no there's no way to the surface from down here, they're showing this in wherever Picard and Bev are hanging out. And I'm thinking, like, tell, like, all of the lighting you're using in this fucking space does not reflect that there is not a way to the surface. Mm. Because it all looks like it's coming from a surface. Another They've thing that, that would never, um, <laughs> that I don't think would ever happen today, would be having a character, any character, who is a self-described terrorist being portrayed in anything remotely sympathetic light. But he mm. draws her eyes so well. Like, like there's the thing, they, give, they have this terrorist guy, and like I have to give them credit for not... Having her reciprocate the romance, yeah, like Good. like that was that could have been bad, bad, mm. but just like having this guy who's kind of like, well, she's there's like you said, like there's kind of a little Stockholmy thing going on here, maybe. Well, I think it's just the fact that at the end of the day, you know, she's a physician, and when people are hurting, she wants to help yeah. regardless of their alive. Well, also, I didn't see any other women, so maybe he's just hard up. Mm. There was a woman who was dying on a cot. That's, That's the only There's other other couple of women. They definitely sent a woman oh, as women. part of the team to attack oh, yeah. the Enterprise. Mm. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Jordy's leap. <laughs> <laughs> so they send, they, send, they send a bunch of people up to the Enterprise to 
fuck shit up. Is it even a bunch? It was like two people, wasn't three it? Three or three? four? The, the, well, for some, it's weird that they didn't just send people to engineering, so yeah. that's really all they that's, needed to yeah. do. They sent people to the bridge just to fuck Worf up, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. And it then, shows you how, how powerful and then they, they are. And then, like, by accident, they captured Picard. Yeah. Like, it seems like, to me, like, a, yeah. a better strategy. Since, they meant to just blow the ship up. Since that's those, all they were going to do. Yeah, since those transporters couldn't really be detected, it seems like... It would make more sense to, to not, sneak in yeah. and blow up the ship. And not like like what? announce your presence really loudly yeah, on they, the bridge. And they clearly, Maybe they wanted to get Wesley. Maybe he was like, I want to make my girlfriend happy by getting her son. <laughs> or, you know, hold a gun to his head in front of her. Yeah, that's, well, I mean, either way. That's a good point. I, I could see, like, I could have seen that being like, oh, let's try to get the boy. But then, ah, that would have required too much dialogue to make yeah. it work. But yeah, the, 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 the Jordy leap, I, I watched it like four times. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I think probably more than that. I mean, that, like, I don't think, we haven't had a scene yet in Star Trek where Geordi has to roll under oh, we have the, yet. Door no, the door as it's crashing down. Does that yeah. happen a lot? Yeah. Does Geordi do he, a lot of rolling? He does a lot of Indiana Jones rolling under the door maneuvers. Yeah, when his visor falls of, off, he has like, to reach like, out the like last minute. <laughs> we haven't seen it in the show yet, but if, essentially when the warp core flips out, there's an emergency door that comes down, which... Let's be honest. It's not doing shit. No. Um, War poor good. But like, so the door comes out, and then every, it seems like every time that door comes down, which may only be like two times, I can't remember. But anytime that door comes down, Jordy like waits until the last. Yeah, he's second. always the last. He's one. always like, okay, that's good. All right, looking good over there. It's because oh, he's and then he's watching the door. He's, he's got to like, make sure his crew's okay. No, because everybody else is long gone, and Jordy uh-huh. just does the like waits until the door is like two Listen, feet. Listen, you've seen how shitty his vision is. He's got a che- he's got a very long checklist to go through. But he's got to check off all of his <laughs> responsibilities. But yes, when he checks everything, he uh, he get, he goes for a roll. Yeah, he dives and rolls and. But anyway, uh, has, we'll see that in the future. Yeah, he's not actually done an Indian Jones style dropping the visor and grabbing the last minute. That it. would be funny. He's been Indiana Jones and for a bones and <laughs> what? I don't know something about him being a creep that wants to have, make sex like, with I, the ladies. I, I, yeah, like I to imagine the transporter operator. So Jordy calls. He says, "Okay, lock onto my signal and beam it into space." So the transport guy's like, "Okay, oh wait, no, his comm badge isn't actually on him. I'll beam him in." <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing like, I love Troy being like, what's he doing? It's like, you fucking like, asshole. You're you empathing to figure it out. Picard's like, let the fucking grown-ups work, will you, honey? Also, <laughs> Jesus. they showed, so he said beam it two kilometers off the... It's not very far, is it? No, but also where they showed the explosion happening was way closer than two kilometers. No, no, it was perspective. Oh, it was just like behind the ship or something? I have no idea. I'm Man. trying to make excuses. Because it looked to You're me, right. it it looked to me like it was close. about like like maybe oh, yeah, no. 500 meters. Here's my question Two kilometers though, right? is like almost a mile, isn't it? You've got yeah. this bomb. Oh, never mind, I'm wrong. Two kilometers is a lot. <laughs> Why even bother reassembling it somewhere? Just scatter the atoms. Mm. Huh, can you like just that? beam it in. Yeah. Maybe it's more work to do that. Well, either yeah, it's a bomb though. Like it's probably worth it. Mm. Yeah, but time was of the essence. No, what they can do is they can just beam it into the buffer and leave it there. And, and then and next time they need something something to explode, they've got an explosion ready to go. No, because that's the real problem. You accidentally back up into that fucking thing and blow the whole fucking thing. Well, that's, that's, a good, that's a good point. Like, what would happen if something exploded? In the transporter beam, would it like overload the transporter and cause the transporter unit to explode? That's a good no. question. Well, it would transport it to somewhere else you completely unrelated. Uh, you could probably just beam the atoms into space unassembled, is what I mean. Uh, like, maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. That probably would have required some kind of like fancy bloop, 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 bloop that they didn't have any time for. Listen, O'Brien is is a professional. Really. That's what you're going with? Sure. <laughs> he loves building model ships. I mean, what, we don't even know that it was O'Brien. I did. I built them. <laughs> That's true. We didn't see that. That's interesting. Have, like, having Colmini in this episode would have been interesting as an Irish. Probably why they avoided it. Oh. Ooh. Um, yeah, he probably was like, I'm not doing it. You made me be in that fucking up the long ladder bullshit. For one I scene, guess I'll go down and join the. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'll go join the the, the terrorists then. I they and then Finnegan they? turns up and they didn't give any name tidy, tidy, tidy. to their organization. Tidy, 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 tidy. They were just the terrorists. That's true. Well, it's because they lived in well, a they world were the with satins. They lived in a oh, world yeah, they didn't with have a name. Oh, oh but I thought that was just their nationality. No, no the the planet was that was Rutia. But I thought the country was. 
like the Ansatans. Like the Ansatans wanted their freedom from the beast. Oh, is that the, well, okay, yeah. I could have mid- missed it, but maybe that was the name of the organization. Ah, uh, good question. They live in a world with so little terrorism that if you refer to the terrorists, you know exactly who you mean. Mm-hmm. There's only one set of them. Was Thatcher still... A bitch? No, was, was she still... In PM, January PM, of 90? Yeah. I will tell I you what I said. I don't remember, and we saw that whole play about her. I cannot remember if she was around that you long. You saw a play about Thatcher? We did, didn't we, Chris? Yeah. When really we were in good. England, wasn't it? Yeah, it was called Handbag. It was excellent. There you go. She was PM about her relationship with the Queen and from... stuff. It was, kind of, it was good. No, not that kind of relationship. Jesus Christ, long she career. She did a lot. Shame she was awful. <laughs> she did a lot of really yeah, awful things. She was things. an MP until, was it, 1992. So and then... She, so she may not have been PM, but she was still in politics. Hmm. Prime. Here we go. She might she have been was an MP. PM from, Jesus Christ, 1979 to 1990. Yeah. So she probably, yeah, so she yeah, would so have she been PM. Yeah, so she would have been PM. Yeah, it's no surprise they did not play this episode in the UK. Yeah. Hmm. Well, especially because they'd, like, made an attempt on her life at one point, which I remember from that play. I did not know there'd been an attempt on her life until I saw that play. Huh. Yeah, they bombed, like, a hotel she was speaking at or something. I forgot oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I forgot most of this play. I just mostly remember her and the queen, like, hating each other. <laughs> yeah. Having really awkward tea. Yeah. Good play, though. Yeah, it was um, a good play. I was going to talk very, very briefly, because the scene was very, very brief, in which Bev and Picard almost had oh, yeah. their, their their deep conversation oh, about yeah. their weird relationship, but then the lights went down, and it was like, oh, I guess we're not having this. In case we don't make it out of here, I have to admit everything that everyone's wondering. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. In case you don't make it out of here, I've got some Wesley questions. is your... Oh, the lights went That's out. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Wesley's your... Oh. Your biggest fan <laughs> on the ship. So, what was it you were going to say to me? Oh, about that. I hardly remember. <laughs> it was such a weird moment. Such a strange time. I feel like, though, even Picard's face was kind of like, what's she doing? <laughs> oh, oh, thank God. I have to say, though, the, uh, the away party is sneaking around game. <laughs> not, not great. Not great. Like, they yeah. didn't get I, caught, but, like, I thought they should have. Not for lack of trying. I yeah. thought so many times. Just stun these people. Right! Just stun them. Stop hitting them! What is this little device you're using to knock them out? You've got a phaser on stun. Well, that see, that was fine. They said we were using a I thing. thought they were trying to save batteries. Oh, that's silly. It was later when Worf noise, no? and Riker started actively fisticuffing people. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> gonna say you fisticuff. have a phaser! <laughs> Definitely thought you were just going to say Well, he's Riker. He's into that. Oh, obviously. I have Again, a phaser in my room. <laughs> we'll stun them together. Nice. Power. Definitely still a relevant reference. Oh, yeah. There was one very small, nice touch that I really liked, and that was when Wesley was trying to remember the name of someone who did some kind of a thing. It was oh, like yeah. Elway or something like that. And like, you know, the guy that did the thing with the, with the interdimensional what's-it. You know, the guy. And, and he and... Somebody who was who they're probably Jordy. Like data or, or like Jordy, trying right? to think like oh yeah who was that guy and he's like oh do you mean this guy and like yeah that's the guy and I liked I liked that it felt very much like the kind of thing that I do all the time where well, I it can't felt kind of real things. well it also made Wesley feel like he's not this fucking like he's still a fucking teenage shit shithead yeah. what I find interesting though is that he's he's he's, he's like I get it's the future and everyone's a lot smarter mm-hmm. but he's still a high school student and they learned about this shit. In high school? I mean, possibly in, like, a very basic way. Hey, we, we met that, like, well, He did say we spent old... two hours on him. Like, that yeah. was, we well, was well, a two-hour lesson. So, like, I, quote-unquote, took a course that covered quantum physics in college. Mm-hmm. But in the sense that they discussed the ideas and theories and didn't really get into the science. Sure. Well, we know that, like, he's a whiz kid. Like, I... Mm, I just don't believe that they would have taught him that in class. I can imagine him knowing it from just being a dweeb. We met that yeah, kid once, that like eight-year-old kid that was taking advanced calculus. Oh, yeah. It's three to four centuries in the future. Like, even since I was in like school, they're teaching certain principles earlier. Mm. You know and what, I mean, granted, I went to New Hampshire. You know what really ticks so. me off about the movie what? last night? Oh. Not about movie the movie, about night. the uh, previews. Being at the movies? Was the fucking, in the Incredibles trailer, they made a big deal about Common Core. Like, yeah, that's like, you already know that, a tired joke. Like, really? I'm like, already sick of Common like, Core jokes. Like, 
I don't know if you guys in the Incredibles trailer. Yeah, yeah. Show, they have, they... Oh, they can't change math. Like, and you know, there's just like people that are like, yeah, it's America, we do math my way. That's the thing. Like that is over. Like everyone's gotten over it. With the, yeah, Common the Core. No, no, not everyone has gotten ago. over it because you know, well, yeah, certain yeah. people. I still have. Okay, but here's the it. thing. The Incredibles sequel is like 15 years too late, yeah, so no, of course the jokes pointless. that they're using are tired. So, and I'm going to say this about Common Core, because I know there's a lot of people that get all up to be about Common Core, but, and I, we all are post-Common, like we were, like we were, we were pre, we, we, we did, yeah, we were pre-Common Core, we came up with old math, so none of us have a good understanding of it. Our math pa- classic. Our parents who are, our parents whose generation is very upset about it, doesn't understand it, but... When you actually, and then like they put like these examples online of like. it easier for kids though? Well, it's not just that it actually... makes it easy. It's, I, so I actually read a little because I was like, what is this shit? So I actually read like a very basic high level common core curriculum. And it's A, it's basically exactly the way that you do math in your head. Like when you're like trying to figure out like the tip on a bill and you do in your head, or at least the way I do Multiply it. Multiply by two or, and move the decimal point. Yeah, over. like shit like that. Or like, oh, if I'm trying to add two numbers. I will oftentimes round I will, up I will, to the I will next round up and then and add then, the rest. Exactly. Yeah. So you'll do shit like that yeah, and then do shit like and that. that's that is what it is. That it's Oh, oh so, then everyone who's angry about it should I fucking know. get stuff. And and they and they break cool. it down and they have like these They're, visualizations of that process that are just there to help kids understand how it works, but the basic concept of common core is how math works and the way that we all learned it and the way our parents learned it by rote was by rote and, that's and you stupid. don't le- like nobody is multiplying numbers the way you do it by you know long yeah, no. multiplication no one's doing that no you're doing you come up with shortcuts in your head yeah and that's in common core more or less takes those shortcuts and codifies it so that children understand what the fuck they're doing when they're doing math and like i People and like I hear like fucking asshole Trump like we're gonna do away with Common Core. It's like why? Because uh, they want Americans to be stupid, so they keep voting. Well, for it's Republicans. not just that. it's just it's because well, this isn't the way I did shit. Well, that's in my the thing day. is like I don't believe that Trump knows how to read, so I'm not sure I want to know about his math skills. It's Fair new. Enough. It's new, which you know, all the olds are afraid of new things, and it became popular during the Obama administration. So obviously, oh, to yeah. turn our kids if into homosexual got, communists. If Thanks, got, Obama. If it's got Obama's name. On it, it's automatically bad, so let's do away with it. Yeah, even though you have nothing like lettuce or whatever else that Michelle does. Yeah, like even though we had nothing to <laughs> healthy do with... food, you fucking douchebag. Yeah, like even though you had nothing to do with it <laughs> beyond being people. in office at the time. Kinda like how the Soviet Union would have fallen when it did, whether or not Reagan was in office. Fuck that guy. I'm glad he's dead. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, we've been getting so political, I felt like shitting on it's Reagan. It's a political episode. It's it a is. very political episode. It I'm is. having some strong feelings. Yeah. But guys, let's just take a minute to remember that white men that go into schools or malls or movie theaters that kill people, those aren't terrorists. They just need more hugs. Yeah, we should really be nicer to them. They've been humiliated by girls that they've harassed for months. We shouldn't ban guns. We should ban Muslims. Mm -hmm. That that is the lesson we learned. And Hispanics for some reason. Because they're all in MS-13. Yeah, MS-13. So what is this MS-13 that I'm hearing about? It's, It's a gang... That I'm pretty sure was started in the United States. Couldn't Whoa. tell you. Um, it's a, it's a it's a street gang. It's like the Bloods and the Crips, but oh. it's a different. Do they have a good hand signal? The... I don't know. Do they have a color associated? Couldn't tell you. Okay, well, um, go on. Yeah. I'm disappointed. So I'm disappointed. None of us are this. It's, I'm it's disappointed. Ba- but it's continue. Basically, it's a uh, Hispanic street gang akin to the Bloods and the Crips, but. They're like Bloods and Crips are exclusively black gangs, whereas MS-13 is exclusively Latino. Latinx, might you say? Sure. And uh, very violent, very bad. Bad hombres, as our president would say. Are there also nasty women? Probably. Probably. I mean, nasty in a good way, you know? Miss Miss Jackson, if you're nasty? (laughs) What? Yes. Um, So... Miss Thatcher? Yes. Oh, yay. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher did go on a cold day! <laughs> <laughs> and it's back to Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, we had to lighten really the mood a little bit We there. did, yeah. Shit got heavy. Wow. Don't get rid of it. It's important. Do we have anything more? No, let's wrap it up. Sounds okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about real world politics for a while. I think we're done with this attempt that didn't quite 
manage. I thought it was okay. I thought it was probably as good as Star Trek, or as close as Star Trek was going to get to doing... Rambo. Act, yeah, well, <laughs> Rambo... Rambo was the hunted. I was kidding. Was was kidding. I mean, I... Kidding. I, I, I Neither of these episodes, I think, are super strong Star Trek episodes, but they are good science fiction allegories for actual real world shit that was going on at yeah. the time. Yeah, no, I just think they didn't succeed in their attempt to try to make it feel like both sides were at fault. True. And that, it would have been a stronger episode if there had been moments where they're like, no, no, look, here's why the actual government is super bad. I mean, they did yeah, have them arresting those show. children, which was... Yeah, but that, that was like... Yeah, but we're cool with that in this country. Mm-hmm. That, that was like a little thing towards the end. It was like, okay, more of this, but then they didn't. And it's like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. I joke that they were actually just arresting them for crimes against fashion because their outfits were terrible. <laughs> okay, well, I think next week we're going to have well, some lighter fare. So we have a return of a favorite character in Deja... Lore <laughs> in Deja Q. Nice. Um, so you can guess who's coming back to town. Lore. <laughs> I mean Deja Harry Mud. I mean I mean Deja Trelane. Trelane. Uh, Deja Koloff. Koloff. I was just gonna say Koloff. Fantastic. Um, so we will have uh, another Q episode. Uh, it's fun uh, in Deja Q. And then we will also be talking about uh, murder in a matter of perspective. Ooh. Yeah, um, you can guess. What's, oh, that one. Yeah, with uh, ding 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 ding. Pike. Mark Margolis. <laughs> yes. Mark Margolis, I believe, is the actor's name. He plays um, ding 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 Uncle Hector on Breaking Bad. Oh, I've, I've, I've never seen Salamanca. I have no idea what you're talking about. I know seen... what a Breaking Bad is, but I haven't seen it. I've only seen like the first couple episodes, so I never yeah. got to that character. Mark Margolis, I believe, is in this episode. Watch Breaking Bad. That's an alien. Really good. I will um, so yeah. Uh... I was hoping you were going to say Mark Wiener. Remember Mark Wiener? Mark <laughs> Wiener, the politician? No. No. That's the... Scott Wiener, I think, isn't it? What? The, I, Mark Wiener was like a puppeteer, Canadian comedian. Yeah, he had a show on Nickelodeon when called we were Wienerville. Kids. So I said Mark, and like of all, like could oh have, Anthony Wiener was the politician. Yeah, oh, that's Anthony, it. Mark, my words, Mark Anthony, Mark Anthony Wiener, Mark Anthony Cleopatra. Wow. Okay, let's Cleopatra wrap coming at you. Jake, let's wrap it up. I gotta go. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Unironically. Okay, so that's coming up next week. Uh, until then, you can catch up with us on the internet on Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, and we'll, SS- de- we'll definitely show you what Chekhov looks like with a mustache. Oh, you better <laughs> believe it. Uh, SSHB Podcast on those platforms. We're also on Facebook. Search for A Star to Steer Her By. You can download our podcast on Twitter, on SoundCloud, and on iTunes, and Google, and all the other ones. So please do that. Until then... My name has been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. That's it. Bye. And they drew first blood. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.